Hello, everybody. It's time once again for another installment of Checking In with Chomo. How's everybody doing? You doing all right? I'm doing good, too. Actually, I'm not doing that great. Ah. So, what I do for work is I draw pictures, and those pictures tell very, very wealthy people where they can build things and where they can't build things. And that's, that's in a nutshell what I do. So, I was drawing something today and worked on it for about an hour and thought, eh, something's not right. And found out that somebody who is not me really screwed something up. So I had to spend another hour fixing their junk before I could do my actual job. And I think all of you work at some sort of job have run into something similar. That's what I ran into today, this morning, and it just kind of set the tone for the rest of the day. So, not happy, not sad, not depressed, just kind of here. Just sort of, you know the feeling. All right, enough of that. Gonna answer a question from Luke. Luke wants to know how to pick the perfect pet. So I have thoughts. First of all, you have to ask yourself, why do you want a pet? I mean, a pet is not like an ornamental thing. It's a real living being. Like you, it's a, it's a, it's an animal. It's not like a vase. So if you just want a, a pet because it's cool and because your friend has one, eh, might not be a good idea. And you might have to like just realistically look at your situation and figure out if you have the time and the commitment that it takes to take care of any pet, any, any, any pet, even like fish. Fish need maintenance too. And every pet is gonna cost money, it's gonna cost time, it's gonna cost, it's gonna take up space in wherever you're living. So once you get past that and you say, okay, I have the money, I have the time, I have the space, I, I am committed to taking care of an animal, then pick what kind of pet you want and do research. Just do a bunch of research. So popular pets are like dogs, cats, birds, fish. To some extent, animals like guinea pigs, hamsters, rabbits, those might be an option. Maybe a reptile. Like, we have a snake that's really, really easy to take care of. And a lot of that, too, depends on, like, the veterinarians that you have in your area. So, say you really want a ferret, and the nearest veterinarian who will make sure that your, your ferret is well is a really inconvenient distance away, then you might not, you know, you might want to rethink getting a ferret. There's a lot of reasons that you <laughs> might want to rethink getting a ferret, but that is one of them. And fortunately, with the internet, there's tons of reading that you can do. There's lots of YouTube videos to watch. The best option, I think, ever is if you have a friend that already has the pet that you want, just ask them tons of questions and hang out with their pet. 
and you'll know better what you're getting into. Like you will find out all the nitty gritty little details about taking care of that animal. And you might find out that maybe you don't want to scoop turds out of a cat box. That's fine. Maybe tropical fish are more work than you thought they would be. Maybe you don't want to like have to clean the tank because that's gross. I've done it before. Hey, that's fine. You're going to find that out by reading and talking to people. And I think this is true of anything that you want as a pet. I think it's especially true of birds, especially birds that might outlive you. Bird people are a special breed, man. That is, <laughs> I know people with birds and it's just, that's, that's an animal that you, boy, you have a bird. You, you, you have a bird. I don't know how else to explain it. Reptiles too. Reptiles are tricky because some reptiles are a lot easier to take care of than others. Chameleons. I saw, like, my, my brother and sister-in-law have chameleons that live on their fence in their backyard. They are veiled chameleons. They're the big chameleons with the, the big googly eyes that go all over the place. They're really cool looking. And you would think that you could just go out and scoop one up and have it as a pet. And it, they are notoriously difficult to take care of, chameleons. So research, read, do your research, talk to people. And it is okay to not have a pet. You can just not have a pet and be fine. In fact, it's far better to do without a pet than to have one and then find out that you can't take care of it and then you have to try to give it another home. That stinks. And unfortunately, that's how invasive species start, especially here in Florida. We have ugh, pythons in the Everglades. We have green iguanas running around. We have other kinds of lizards and stuff that doesn't belong here. It's making a mess. That's because idiots bought an animal. It got too big. It got too messy. They didn't know what to do with it. And they put it out in the wild. They released it out in the wild. And now we have a mess. Don't be that person. <laughs> Don't be. It's okay to not have a pet. And if you can't have a pet and you're really, really bummed out about it, you really, really want a pet. There's a couple things you can do. You can offer to watch your friends' pets when they go out of town. And the other thing that you can do is go to your animal shelter and volunteer there. Take care of the animals. And you'll have to feed them and you'll have to sweep up their poop. But you'll get to spend time with animals and you, you get to pet on them and love them and cuddle them. And that is how to pick the perfect pet. And I hope you find the perfect pet. Thanks everybody for listening. And until next time, I almost said be nice to animals. <laughs> Thanks for checking in.